Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 154 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. I am your host, Paul Marquis, and today the title of our show is going to be What Do You Know About AC Joint Arthritis? We're going to be talking about the location of the AC joint and how to find it. We'll talk about its function. I'd like to chat a little bit about its development and destruction over time and also talk a little bit about how it can become a pain generator and much more. So if you'd hold just for a moment, we will just take a minute here and hear a word from our sponsors. Do you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech, all-terrain, chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EasyGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit EasySlant.com to learn more or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy Slant. Hello and welcome back. So the shoulder is an extremely complex joint. Um, and to be honest with you, when I went to college, I found it to be you know, quite challenging when we were learning the anatomy and understanding its function uh, and the, the mechanics of how the shoulder worked. There are just so many moving parts and it's such a dynamic joint. Uh, but now I absolutely love working with the shoulder. Uh, I, I find it uh, intriguing and um what I want to talk about today is AC joint arthritis. This is going to be a simple podcast today, not too complex. Um, we're going to make this easy for you and um, hopefully just kind of uh, help to open your eyes to other diagnoses that, you know, can cause shoulder pain. So number one, uh, you know, the AC joint or the acromioclavicular joint is one of four joints in the shoulder complex. And it's a, it's a plain synovial joint meaning that there is a capsule around it. And remember in previous episodes, we've oftentimes spoken about intra versus extra articular structures. And so this one has a capsule around it. Therefore, there is an intra articular aspect to the joint and also a little disc in there, which we're going to be talking about in a, in a little bit. So remember, there's a synovium around the joint. That synovium can become inflamed and irritated and can cause pain. Now, there's also an acromioclavicular ligament, the AC ligament, which helps to hold the two of them together. So how do we find the AC joint? Well, I always start at the sternoclavicular um, joint first, so the most medial aspect of the clavicle. I follow that clavicle and palpate as I go laterally, and I continue on 
till that distal clavicle meets the acromion. Now, it's important that you identify where this joint is because this can be a, a joint that causes a lot of pain and can cause a lot of trouble with your uh, rotator cuff. But remember this, um, that joint moves quite a bit. And um, there's also a small disc in there when you're really, really young. So in your first couple of years, it's, it's not really a joint. It's more like a fibrocartilaginous union where the distal clavicle and acromion are one. And with movement, it, it kind of breaks down and starts to move and becomes a joint. Sometimes a piece of that, that cartilage will remain in there in the AC joint and act as a little shock absorber. So... One of the things we do know is that the AC joint is one of the quickest to break down, though, over time, um, because that little disc in there is is fibrous in nature and not really hyaline cartilage. So it's really soft, and with all of this movement, really breaks down early, and then the AC joint becomes arthritic early. So when you end up with some of that arthritic or articular surface damage, you can develop spurring. And you've seen this on yourself, maybe, and on patients, where you look at that AC joint and there's a nice big bump on the top of the shoulder. Just because they have that bump there doesn't mean they have pain there. Um, and that's what's interesting. So I think it's important that you identify the joint itself, okay? And when you palpate that joint, you can you can palpate the spur sometimes, and you can palpate pain and or um, if they have a lot of inflammation there, maybe even a little bit of swelling in that AC joint. Think about this though. If there is a bump on the top and that joint um, goes all the way through, it's not uncommon to also have a spur on the inside, okay? And what goes right underneath that AC joint? It's your rotator cuff, okay? So your supraspinatus rides back and forth underneath that AC joint. So just think about it this way. If there is a spur underneath and that AC joint is riding along that spur every time you contract and relax, it's no different than rubbing a rope on a rock. The more you rub that rope, the more it starts to fray and starts to break down. Well, the AC spur can cause irritation and inflammation and even physical breakdown of the rotator cuff. So you need to take that into consideration because that can definitely be a source of pain and inflammation. And you inflame the rotator cuff, it shuts down. When the cuff shuts down, you don't get good humeral head depression when you're elevating the arm and you can lead into impingement problems and da-da-da-da-da-da. Okay, so something to take a look at. And I always take a look at that AC joint to see if it is the source of, of discomfort. So there are a few things I want you to think about here um, when we talk about the AC joint. We're not going to talk about AC joint separations and things like that. We're just talking about this AC joint arthritis today is that the, um, the AC joint is often worked during shoulder surgery, okay? And what I mean by that is um, it's not uncommon for somebody who is having a rotator cuff repair or maybe a subacromial decompression to also have those spurs removed or maybe a distal clavicle resection. They take a part of that distal clavicle out and maybe even a part of the acromion out um, so that those two rough surfaces are just not hitting each other anymore and not causing so much pain. And then again, they're trying to get that spur away from that rotator cuff so that rotator cuff can function a little bit better. Um, what are the two best ways to identify if somebody has an AC joint issue um, and if it is the culprit to your shoulder pain? 
Um, number one, palpation. Okay, palpate it. If it hurts, it, there's obviously something wrong with the joint. And then number two, I like to do the horizontal adduction test. So you basically flex the shoulder to 90 degrees, keep the elbow straight, and bring the arm passively across the body um, into horizontal adduction. And Ask them the where they have their discomfort. If they complain of pain in the posterior glenohumeral joint, that's probably because of some stiffness, tightness back there, possibly even an intraarticular problem like a labral injury. But if they put their finger on that AC joint and they might even get a little bit of pain into the clavicle, then that is a positive test for AC joint dysfunction. Okay. Another point that I'd like to mention is that when x-raying the shoulder, look to see you know, the undersurface of the AC joint and to see if there's any spurring going on there because that's certainly a problem that can cause some irritation um, to that rotator cuff. So I think that is important to identify. So not only are you looking for humeral head depression uh, or humeral head positioning in the glenoid um, and looking for like a, a hook to chromium and things like that, you're also looking to see if there is a spur at that AC joint on the inferior surface. Um, and it's likely that if there's one on the superior surface, it's going to be down there inferiorly also. So how do you treat these AC joint arthritic issues? Well, obviously you can't change the arthritis, right? Um, that, that joint is destroyed. The spur is there. You can't really change it unless you cut it out or you trim it uh, down. So what I do is I, first of all, have patients slow down on the activities that agitate that AC joint, like repetitive cross body motions. Um, you know, people who, uh, you know, check meters and they're in and out of their cars 100, 200, 250 times a day. And they're reaching across for the seat belt and causing irritation there. Or people who do a lot of overhead activities, um, those folks will have a lot of irritation there. So we try to get them to avoid that for a bit to let it rest. And now, when I say rest also, we need to be thinking about the other structures that attach to the clavicle that pull on that, that clavicular part of the AC joint, such as the pec major, the sternocleidomastoid, the traps, and the deltoids. So lightening up on certain exercises or certain activities that really contract those muscles that cause the pain can help settle this down a little bit. Doesn't mean they need to completely stop exercising, but I wouldn't lighten up on those uh, muscle groups a little just to give this a chance to rest. Now, I like to do iontophoresis, and for those of you, I've had a lot of people question, you know, iontophoresis, its effectiveness. Uh, I like to use iontophoresis, especially on the AC joint, because it's skin and joint, basically. Um, so it's easy to get that medication into that area. It's a very easy to place to put a patch. And um, what I'm going to do is put up a video on what iontophoresis is, and uh, that will be coming up really soon on YouTube, and uh, I'll explain why I like to do it and the mechanism of iontophoresis and how it works. Um, the other treatment that you could do uh, for an AC joint issue is you could always do like a figure eight brace um, or a uh, like a bow tie type brace that pulls the shoulders back a little bit. It prevents that excessive compression of the AC joint. That is an option, especially if somebody is like super, super inflamed in that area. And then you can also get an injection inside of that joint. And I'm going to tell you right now, that hurts like crazy. Um, it's a pretty thick ligament. Usually when it's arthritic, it's tough to get that needle in there. And you're putting a lot of medication in a really tight, confined, pressurized space. So 
people don't usually leave uh, an intraarticular injection of the AC joint feeling like a million bucks right away. Um, there's a lot of pressure there. But I do see some people who, you know, just need some help getting rid of that inflammation. And that can be very, very helpful for that. And for those people who just don't get better and continue to have signs of AC joint uh, irritation causing, you know, shoulder pain, then surgery is certainly indicated. And now surgeries are much less invasive than they used to be in the past. So people can actually do fairly well after an AC joint resection or distal clavicle resection. Um, so, okay, folks, that is our show for today on AC joint arthritis. I hope that you found it helpful, not too confusing. Um, I think it's a very simple joint to find and easy to address. Um, and uh, so I hope that uh, you found that helpful. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. I have a lot of interesting videos going up lately. We just had a gentleman with a distal biceps rupture, and we had um, somebody with a medial epicondylitis, golfer's elbow, and uh, a lot of new stuff coming up. So make sure you check that out because weekly I have videos uh, coming up on YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter, and um, I also have a private Facebook page. So uh, go to Facebook and look up Ortho Valpal. You need to be admitted, so you need to answer a few questions, which are really simple. And uh, then you can uh, get in uh, on our Facebook page where we do just a little bit extra for those of you who are following us there. And again, I want to thank you all so much for continuing to help build the Ortho Valpal orthopedic experience and, um, you know, the community that we've built around this. Uh, we are growing all the time, excited about doing that, and uh, just totally pleased with the uh, fact that uh, we can help folks out there uh, feel more confident with their orthopedic evaluation and management skills. So I hope you all have a great day, folks, and uh, take care. We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.